Welcome to Off the Deep End. I'm your host, Erin Monahan. I'm an anti-girl boss, business and mindset coach, a writer, speaker, and professional toxic masculinity interrupter. And I'm here to offer my feminist analysis and insight into all things entrepreneurship, relationships, astrology, politics, and whatever else I feel like going off the deep end about. Before I launch into this week's topic, I just want to share really quick that if you are feeling stuck and burnt out on your entrepreneurial journey, then I encourage you to book a free clarity call with me. You can book your call on my website, erinkmonahan.com, or the link will be in the show notes. And in this call, we'll get crystal clear about what's got you stuck, and we can map out a plan of action for you moving forward. And if it feels like a good fit, at the end of the call, I can chat with you about the options that are available for us to work together. So if you are an entrepreneur and you are just feeling deterred or frustrated or like you don't know which way to go, I highly encourage you to book this free call because everybody who joins me on these calls always leaves with a little bit of clarity and there's absolutely no pressure to move forward and work with me but I just really enjoy these calls and providing this service for free. And there's a really great document um, of questions that I ask that you fill out before we meet. And that can be a really great practice in and of itself to reflect on the questions that I ask in that questionnaire. So I'm also extremely excited to share that not only did I graduate from my Saturn return last week, holy shit, what a beautiful chaotic mess, but I also graduated from the Trauma of Money Facilitator Program, and this means that I'm now a Trauma of Money Facilitator, which I'm so excited about. It was an incredible program. I learned so much. And this has motivated and inspired me to start working diligently behind the scenes on creating a masterclass about all the things that I learned when it comes to trauma-informed manifestation and healing our relationship with money. So stay tuned for this offering that will most likely launch in January. Okay. Let's get into it. So, my friends, this is the last full week of 2020. If you've worked on unlearning and learning, if you confronted trauma you didn't know was hiding under the floorboards, I'm so fucking proud of you. If you focused on your rest, if you feel like all you could do was get through and get by, fuck yes, my friend, I'm so fucking proud of you. We are not machines, and despite what capitalism and white supremacy want us to believe, our rest and our ability to recharge is crucial for us to be able to keep going and to imagine new futures and to dismantle these systems of oppression. So please, please have compassion and grace with yourself. So tomorrow, Monday, December 20th, 2020, is the winter solstice and the sun. Okay, just kidding. Let's rewind. (laughs) 
<laughs> tomorrow is not the 20th of December. Tomorrow is Monday, December 21st, 2020, which is the winter solstice. And this marks the sun moving into Capricorn, and this marks the great conjunction. So every 20 years, Saturn and Jupiter meet, and it's called the great conjunction. This conjunction is influenced by Saturn and Jupiter meeting in the sign of Aquarius. So when Saturn and Jupiter meet, we're dealing with the planet of responsibility. This is about finding pleasure in the small things, the small acts, and understanding that responsibility and obligations will bring us long-term pleasure. This conjunction has our has um, an element of ref rebuilding and reframing our energies, rebuilding our structures, our plans for humanitarian impact, societally, collectively, technologically, and through causes that we care about. So 2020 instilled in us all the ways that the government, which this is an always present truth, and this is nothing new, but it instilled in us all the ways in which the government and the people in power don't care about our well-being. So we have to care about our well-being. We are the caretakers of our communities. We are continuing to bear witness to the harm, the toxicity, and the violence inherent in white supremacy, capitalism, and patriarchy. And we are recognizing what needs to happen and what needs to shift. And Jupiter is firing us up to get to work and to put our ambition to good use, while Saturn encourages us to develop deep discernment for how we want to work, to inspect and scrutinize from every angle the nature of our creations so that we don't emulate and replicate the existing structures that erode our integrity and humanity. As Chani Nicholas says, this is a time for cautious optimism. This is a time of restructuring, rethinking, reorganizing, maybe taking a step back or maybe moving more intentionally and consciously. Asking yourself, how are you moving about your day? What thoughts are you allowing to take up space and living rent-free in your mind? How are you operating? It's about checking in and taking moderate, steady, and thorough action towards your goals. Trying to find a shortcut right now will be to your detriment and only cause you frustration. So Jupiter supports us in our expansion, but it's a down to earth and grounded sense of expansion because of Saturn's influence. So this expansion is about a slow unfolding one where we are integrating and distilling all that we've learned and unlearned up until this point. And now we are finding the containers and the proper outlets for the work and the skills and the gifts that we bring to the world and our communities. This conjunction is about assessing your belief systems and your operating systems, how they serve you, how they don't. This is about getting curious about how you handle stress about your relationship to constriction, to restriction, to growth, and to your potential, and to the potential possibilities of our communities, of the collective. 
And where can you adjust to create a more supportive internal environment for yourself so that you can create a more supportive external environment for others and for the collective? So Jessica, Jessica Lanyato, one of my favorite astrologers, says that all transits come to give us life experiences that we can grow from, that we can change from. So this transit is about enthusiastic self-discipline and noticing what we cling to and how it causes us friction at best and holds us back at worst. This is about honoring the need for critical thinking and discernment, but not to devolve into self-criticism or harsh judgment. This is about bringing awareness to the way in which we are setting ourselves up for longevity instead of quick fixes, quick wins, or quick successes. So this calls for us to notice where we are either leaning too heavily into restriction and barriers, or leaning too much into carelessness and frivolity. So Jupiter conjunct Saturn can teach us that sometimes what we constrict allows us to expand. For example, when we set boundaries around our time, saying yes or even saying no to certain things, this can open us up to expanding our capacity in other ways. When we constrict our negative self-talk, we expand our capacity for a healthier self-talk. When we restrict what doesn't serve us, we expand what does. This is going to look so different for each of us and it's completely unique to you. So this transit is here to teach us to get intimate with the ways in which we constrict ourselves in ways that don't serve us. And that means that we're not constricting our feelings at this time either. So if you feel negative or you have not so helpful thoughts, this is not the time to repress or restrict them. I mean, of course, it's, it's never a good time to repress or restrict our feelings. If you're feeling something, then you really need to feel it. You really need to validate those feelings. Bring all of your feelings up to the surface and then bring in your discernment. Cultivate this practice of compassionate discernment with yourself. Bring in your choice and your agency to take note of the thoughts that you're thinking, of the beliefs that you're holding. Do you want to keep that thought? Or do you want to change it? Are you operating on a narrative that hasn't served you, but maybe has allowed you to get to this point? It's allowed you to survive and get to this point, but you're realizing that you really don't need to hold on to it anymore and it doesn't serve you anymore. So allow yourself to take on this practice of discernment for the long term. I still struggle with limiting beliefs to this day. And I'm a mindset coach who helps others work through theirs. We're all human and it's okay. It's natural. And healing is not linear. We all carry trauma and this trauma holds a lot of shame and has a tendency to rear its ugly head when we when we maybe thought that we had laid that piece of our trauma to rest. It's just so freaking annoying, right? Like when we think we're done with something, when we peeled from something and then it resurfaces in a new area of our life or in a new relationship or in a different 
aspect that we weren't expecting. So it's really important to find the balance of the boundaries that we need to put in place while also honoring our desire to grow and expand. So this is a time of powerful initiation. So set your intentions and remember that how, how we plant our seeds is just as important as what seeds we're planting. So be intentional in your process. Be present and conscious in your choices. Use loving discernment as we enter this paradigm shift and this new beginning. So as this is a time of cultivating boundaries in an effort then to be able to expand and grow, the two coexist and the two can really be complementary to each other. In the spirit of that, I want to share with you a practice that I've learned through coaching that has really helped me. And this is about breaking through limiting beliefs because when we're shifting into a new identity and we're working to grow and expand, a lot of times our subconscious and our ego can really get in the way and really want to keep us small because that's what we've, because change is scary. And the way that we've operated for so long has gotten us this far. And it's the way that we've known to survive. And it's the only way that we know to live our lives. And so when we try to change that, when we try to shift out of those things, our ego can get scared and it can want us to retreat and retract and not change a damn thing. But we know that where there is change, there's growth. So when we're shifting, it's really important to notice the beliefs that you have, which generally a lot of our limiting beliefs, if not all of them, are rooted in white supremacy, capitalism, and patriarchy, and the ways in which we've been indoctrinated into these systems, and the ways that these systems have infiltrated our internal systems, our mental, emotional, and physical health. So it's really important to question your belief systems. And so when you have a thought that you're thinking to yourself, like maybe you're thinking to yourself, I can't show up authentically, or I'm a fraud, or I don't deserve to be my whole self, or I don't know what I'm talking about. Like any of these kinds of beliefs that are really holding you back from being in your truth and being in your authentic whole self to show up in all the ways that you want to and to expand and grow in all the ways that you want to. Whatever beliefs are holding you back, I ask and invite you, I invite you to Ask yourself, is that true? Is this thought true? So if you have a belief like, I don't know what I'm talking about, who cares what I have to say? Ask yourself, is that true? Is that really true? And then I invite you to write out a list of all the evidence proving that belief wrong. So write down a list of all the things that provide evidence for if, if you're working against this belief of nobody cares what I have to say, I don't know what I'm talking about, make a list of evidence of that you do know what you're talking about. Find evidence where you do know what you're talking about. Find evidence where people do care what you have to say and make a list of all of those things. I encourage you to write down 
20 things. And this can be a really good practice for any of the beliefs that you have. So if it comes to something that you want to shift around money, maybe you are thinking to yourself, oh, I'm so bad with money. Well, where's the evidence where you've been really good with money? Maybe you are really on top of paying your bills on time. Maybe you are really good about sharing your money and donating your money. Maybe you are really good about giving your change or any money that you have on you to somebody who's in need when you come across them, when you're walking on the sidewalk or you're driving down the street and somebody's in need and needs money or change and you're really giving with it. That could be a sign of being good with money in my opinion. Um, Maybe you frequently check your bank account and you aren't avoiding your finances in that way. Maybe you can look to something that you've saved your money up for and you now have that thing. That could be a sign of you being responsible and good with money. So just with, with any of these beliefs that you have, this is a really good practice to start really trying to reframe and reshape your relationship to these beliefs. And then when you make that list of evidence that proves that limiting belief wrong, then you can ask yourself, what do I want to believe instead? So what would you like to replace this belief with? What kind of belief would you like, would you want to put in its place? Something that's more helpful, something that serves you better for the long term, that serves you in who you want to be and and who you are and who you truly are? What belief do you want to have running in your brain instead? And in this way, you are physically rewiring your brain. You are creating new neural pathways in your brain. So I hope that this was helpful And if you have any questions at all about any of these things, or if you want to reach out, if you want to make a request for a certain topic that's been on your mind or a certain issue that you've been struggling with, please do not hesitate to email me. And I love responding to emails and listener questions. So yeah, feel free to share with me what's on your mind and what you would like to hear me talk about one of these weeks. So I'm sending you all my love as always, and I will see you next time. If you want to stay in the loop about all things anti-girl boss method and feminist killjoy business school, you can subscribe to the email list. So there's a link in my Instagram bio that's really quick and easy to use. Or you can also just visit the show notes for a link as well.